0: I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to The Bear of Texas Podcast. What is up, my beautiful people? This is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. The Bear of Texas, and this is Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of The Bear of Texas Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to preview this Sunday's game between the Dallas Cowboys and the New England Patriots. However, unfortunately, I regret to inform you that tonight I am flying solo as my co-host Wiley Aki the Venomous Stare is busy doing other things, whatever they may be, but the show must go on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it really has been quiet at the start of a season. Last Sunday was a bit stressful against the New York Giants after the Cowboys did have to overcome the first two turnovers by Dak Prescott. The interception on fourth down and the, strap and the sack strip uh, fumble. But man, well this week is a new week, but this week really kind of has to be stressed because the Dallas Cowboys are playing the New England Patriots on the road. Not only have the Dallas Cowboys not beaten the New England Patriots since 1996, But I believe the last time the Dallas Cowboys beat the New England Patriots on the road was in 1987. Hmm. Think of everything that's happened since then. And what makes it even stressful is that it's not that Bill Belichick is still coaching the New England Patriots. It's that the Patriots are already 0-4 at home. So the question is, are they really going to allow themselves to fall to 0-5 at home? Are they really going to let themselves lose to the Dallas Cowboys for the first time since, once again, 1996? Well, it remains to be seen. And and what's even surprising is that the Cowboys are going to this game as the favorites. When was the last time the Dallas Cowboys were favored over the New England Patriots in such a current matchup? Well... I can't stay stay here and say, you know what, let me say better than that. I could not swear in open court today that recently, probably within the last 10 years, the Cowboys have ever been favored over the New England Patriots. No, I could not sit and swear in open court under oath that the Cowboys have been favored over the Patriots any time within the last 10 years because, ladies and gentlemen, it has not happened. So to see the Cowboys favored over the Patriots, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's not a sort of thing that you don't see every day. That's quite frankly, that's something that you never fucking see. If we're going to be honest here, but y'all know me, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help me God. Well, that's the God's honest truth right there. That is something you never see, the Cowboys favored over the the Patriots, but this week that's the case. And a lot of critics are picking the Cowboys because of what the Cowboys have been doing the last few weeks. But some of them really believe that the Patriots are actually going to be able to halt that momentum. In my case, I am pretty stressed about this game. A lot of people are telling me I got to chill out. Most specifically, the founder, president, and CEO of Paint Train Pipe Pomp Productions, Mr. Ricky Litwinkowicz, is basically telling me the same thing that he has said several times this season. You need to have more faith in your Cowboys, Bear Man. And what's funny, ladies and gentlemen, is that Mr. Ricky Lewinkowicz has been a New England Patriots fan since nineteen eighty-six. So it's funny, the Patriots fan telling me I need to have more faith in my Cowboys, and that, that's probably like the fifth time he said it this year. And on our rivals, he has roasted me, and rightfully so. And I really believe that he's going to be roasting me again on the next show, which I'll be on next Tuesday, covering uh, this current week of the NFL. But then again, I have not said the Cowboys are going to lose this game. I know the Cowboys can win. But, ladies and gentlemen, it's not going to be easy. I mean, yeah, Mister, as Ricky likes to say, Mr. Thomas Edward Brady is no longer in New England. New England might not be as dangerous and as good as they were a few years ago. But still, the Cowboys just do not do well against the New England Patriots. And... And number one is we can't count out Mac Jones. Now, I'm going to take a look at the numbers between Mr. Dak Prescott and Mr. Mac Jones. You know what's interesting? Mac Jones and Trayvon Diggs were teammates at the University of Alabama, and look at them now going at it. Hmm. All right, the passing yards. Mr. Dak Prescott, 1,368 yards, 13 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Mr. Mac Jones, 1,243 yards, Five touchdowns, five interceptions. And looking at the matchup predictor here on the ESPN app, the Dallas Cowboys have a 56% chance of winning the game. Now I'm curious to know what ESPN have on the website, if it's the same thing. But you know what, We'll go ahead and stick with that. The ESPN app have the Cowboys at 56% chance of winning. Well, I'll be damned. Because again, it's not something you don't see every day. It's something that you never fucking see. Here's a couple of facts. Well the New England Patriots defense allows an average of three hundred and eighty excuse me, three hundred and eighteen total yards per game, which puts them fifth in the league. New England's passing defense allows an average of two hundred and seven passing yards per game, which also puts them fifth in the league. New England's rushing defense allows an average of one hundred and eleven yards per game, and that puts them fifteenth. And New England's Matt Judon has the second most sacks this season, six and a half. So yeah, it seems that the New England's passing defense is is in the top 10, uh, 5th, most precisely. The same thing as far as total yards per game of allowing from the New England's defense. So all that is true, but then I would... And then of course somebody would say, well, Bear, man, they have not played the Dallas Cowboys yet. Which is true. Because the Dallas Cowboys... Pretty good offense. Dallas, is, Dallas has the second best total offense in the league, an average of 440 total yards per game, which, believe it or not, folks, is only five yards less than the Baltimore Ravens' total offense, which is first in the league. A five-yard total yard difference between the Dallas Cowboys' offense and the Baltimore Ravens' offense, and that determines who's number one and number two in the league as far as total offense goes. New England is 26th in total offense, an average of 320 total yards per game. Dallas' passing game is an average of 267 yards per game. And New England's passing game is basically 240. Hmm. Mac Jones has completed 71.1% of his passes through five games. That puts him fifth in the league. But Dak Prescott's completion percentage is 73.9. And that puts him second in the league. Dallas, of course, has the second best rushing game in the league. And Dallas has scored 170 points, which is the most in, fir- in the first five games of the season since 2007. Let's not forget back in 2007 when the New England Patriots and the Dallas Cowboys met in a game and both teams were 5-0. The New England Patriots ended up kicking our ass. That's back when Tom Brady was in his prime. And I'm looking at these stats anyway. You know Dallas's rushing defense allows an average of 79 yards per game, and that puts them 5th. The Dallas defense is 2nd away- in the league in takeaways. While New England's defense is 15th in the league with takeaways with only six, the Cowboys' defense has forced, has has excuse me has 12 takeaways, while the Patriots only have six. <laughs> but Dal- Dallas's total defense allows an average of 390 total yards per game, that puts them 25th. Of course, furthermore, Dallas's secondary remains the second worst in the league because they average 311 passing yards per game. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, really puts up the, what we're dealing with. So that being said, based on all these stacks, yeah. Again, New England's defense allows an average of 3, Excuse me, 318 total yards per game. And one more time the, about the passing defense of New England, an average of 207 yards per game, which is 5th in the league. And New England's rushing defense allows an average of 111 yards per game, which puts them 15th. So I'm glad I went over this one more time. But then again... Like, somebody would say, they have not played the Dallas Cowboys offense, which is pretty fucking good. Yeah, the Cowboys running game is dominant, okay? The passing game is is good, okay? So the Patriot defense is certainly going to be challenged by the Cowboys offense, okay? But the Cowboys defense, like I said, the secondary, the passing defense is second worst in the league, okay? Okay? and last week against the New York Giants, the Dallas Cowboys defense could not register a sack. We went from sacking Sam Darnold five times last week, and then we go next week against the New York Giants, and we don't get it done. That, ladies and gentlemen, is 100% unacceptable. So that's key to victory number one for the Dallas Cowboys. Sack Mac Jones. Sack the damn quarterback. And in my honest opinion... The Cowboys are going to have to sack Mac Jones at least four times. Okay? At least four times. So that's key to victory number one. Sack the quarterback. Key to victory number two. Force turnovers. Okay? Mac Jones is pretty good, but we're going to have to prove that this Cowboys defense is not going to take it from the Patriots anymore. Therefore, intercept a few passes. Hopefully, Trayvon Dix can keep the, keep the streak alive. It, it, we, in Trayvon Dix's case I mean, it would be pretty good for him to intercept his, his former college teammate and of course when I said sack the quarterback, you know what, if you gotta strip Mack Jones with the ball, so be it a sack, strip, fumble okay, is very good for the Cowboys defense, and if they can recover, then the offense can score points off of it well there you go, that makes things a whole lot easier and that increases the chances to win so that's what you gotta do, so the keys to victory the first two, sack the quarterback multiple times Force takeaways, okay? There's key to victory number three, running game, the running game. Like I said, the Cowboys have the second best running game in the league, and they're going to need it this week, okay? They're going to need it big time. And as I'm looking again, New England's rushing defense allows an average of 111 yards per game, which, again, puts them 15th in the league. So that being said, Ezekiel Elliott's going to have to give it his all. Tony Pollard is going to have to give it his all, okay? If the running game is super effective, and if it's working quite well, there is absolutely no reason, and I mean no reason whatsoever to abandon the running game. Because we've seen, in a situation, if Dak Prescott is forced to throw the ball at least 40 times, well, our chances of winning decreased significantly. We need to run the game excuse me, run the ball effectively, drive down the field, keep getting first downs, and most importantly, score touchdowns. So key to victory number three, run the ball effectively and keep doing it. And there's key to victory number four, score some touchdowns. Let's not settle for any field goals. Let's find the back of the end zone because when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, it's about being at least three steps ahead. Sometimes, Some weeks I say you have to be two steps ahead, but in this week against the New England Patriots, the Dallas Cowboys need to be at least three. Three steps ahead. In other words, three scoring possessions ahead. Okay. So that's four. Number five, play sublime football overall. That means play well on defense, sack the quarterback, force turnovers. This is basically kind of going through the the previous four keys victory. Best defense, again, sack the quarterback, force turnovers, don't commit costly penalties. And here's a huge problem with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. A huge problem is missed tackles. As a matter of fact, I actually took some further notes from a link that I saved, or at least I hope I saved. Let me see if I can pull it up, because the Cowboys' defense is far... The situation is far worse than the fact that we have the second-worst passing defense in the league. You know, as a matter of fact, the Patriots' media labeled the Cowboys' defense as overrated. I mean, this whole headline right here, okay? A Patriots writer called out the Cowboys' defense, okay, he called the Cowboys' defense, quote, overrated and that writer believes that the Cowboys' defense is so overrated that they should be no match for Mac Jones. In other words, that sports writer in Boston believes in his heart that the Dallas Cowboys' defense that have no chance against Mac Jones, that Mac Jones is going to pick them apart. Well, check this out. Here's a few statistics, and I have to quote 105.3 The Fan uh, for this. So the Cowboys defense, it's uh, like I said, you know, the second most passing yards allowed. I mean they're the second worst, okay? Eighth in most total yards allowed, fourth most yards per play allowed, which is at 6.3. Fifth least in pressure percentage, as far as quarterback pressure, I would imagine, and eighth in the league in most missed tackles. Okay? And of course, the Cowboys defense is the most penalized. So going back, about Keenan victory number five. Domin- and balance balanced play, balance uh, team, dominate on defense and offense. The defense, like I said, sack the quarterback, force turnovers, okay? And avoid the fucking penalties and make the fucking tackles. If they can do all that, they're going to be fine. Okay? Because this does not lie. The Cowboys are the most penalized defense and, they're, and, and the fact that they're eighth in most missed tackles is unacceptable. The missed tackles, I've seen a lot of missed tackles. They are absolutely unacceptable. I'm going to quote Wiley the Venomous Stare. The Cowboys' is bad habit of Missing tackles is disgraceful, repulsive, repugnant, and most of all, fraud, fraud, fraud. So this Cowboys defense better get their shit together. Okay, this is gonna be a tough test. No more fucking around. No more stupid penalties. No more getting torched. Sack the quarterback. Keep on cover. Keep on covering well. Keep the coverage well, uh, alive and well. Force turnovers. Okay. Force the punt. Okay make the stops, force the punt, okay, don't let Mac Jones tear you apart, because Mac Jones is perfectly capable of doing that, okay, so now the other half of key to victory number five, which is most important, the offense, okay, the running game, like I said, if the running game is extremely effective, you got to keep doing it, but of course, every now and then, Mr. Dak Prescott's going to have to throw the ball, so that being said, Everybody know the route the offensive line are gonna have to they're gonna have to dig deep deep inside themselves Okay, we can't allow Dak Prescott to be sacked. Okay, because if Dak Prescott is under tremendous pressure If the pocket collapses Dak Prescott is likely to make a bad mistake and that's called being a hero We've seen what happens when Dak Prescott goes into a situation to where he hes like he's gonna try to play the hero Okay That's where things really fall apart. He gets sacked and he's he fumbles the ball Okay, or, may, or or heaven forbid, he gets hit and he gets hurt again. We can't let that happen. So the offensive line has to protect Dak Prescott at all costs, but Dak Prescott's going to have to make the throws and connect to the receivers. We're going to need the best from Amari Cooper, from CeeDee Lamb, from Dalton Schultz, okay, and also from Cedric Wilson and everybody else. Everybody in the passing game, we need the best out of you guys. Dak Prescott needs the best out of you guys, but Dak Prescott needs the best from of his offensive line. Okay, so that's overall. A balanced team overall. Dominant offense, dominant defense, okay? As far as special teams go, like I said, we should not be settling for field goals, but if we have to, make the kicks. Make the kicks, okay? Get it done right. Big time. Now, speaking of of the offensive line, unfortunately today, I saw that Tyron Smith was limited at practice today because of his neck, and that scares the crap out of me because... The last several years, Tyron Smith has struggled with injuries. Okay, Last year, missed most of the season. I think it was a season-ending, I think it was a back uh, back injury or neck injury. I'm not entirely sure, but I know that the last few years, Tyron Smith has struggled with such injuries. Tyron Smith has been around for 10 years. I believe this is his 10th year in the league, and the dude has been has given his all for the Dallas Cowboys. He's been doing great this season. I hope he's okay, but reports say he's expected to play this Sunday. So perhaps it was a precautionary. I don't know. But if they're saying he's going to play, then he's going to play. And I just hope that he can make it through and he can stay healthy. All right. So that being said, going for Dallas, okay, obviously. And I want them to win. So everything I said is effectively true, and I stick with those. Everything I said about these five keys to victories overall, the Cowboys really need to stick to that. It's really hard for me, you know, seeing this game. It's hard for me to not be stressed about it. It, it really is. Because, like I said, we can't. We we haven't beaten we haven't beaten the Patriots since <laughs> Trey Aikman was the quarterback. Okay. But I really have a feeling that the running game is going to be extremely effective for Dallas, and if if the running game is so dominant that we maintain. So much, you know, so much time on the clock that, like, our type of time of possession is super dominant compared to New England's. If the running game is that effective, then you know what? Like I said, there's no need to abandon it. If the running game takes up takes up time off the clock, and we and, and we continue to score touchdowns, and we keep our defense off the field, and we wear and we wear out the Patriots' uh, defense. That's controlling the gridiron, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what the Cowboys need to do. And I believe the running game is going to be a huge factor. Now, as far as the defense goes, you know, last week, you know, the, the fact that last week we, we couldn't even sack the quarterback, we were playing the New York Giants. You know, and, and speaking of the game against the Giants, you know, I, God, you know, all those injuries just piling up. You know, at, at first, Daniel Jones was really kind of tearing us apart, but... But this week, you know, it's an even bigger challenge. I mean, I was stressed about the game against, with the Giants, but, you know, with this one against the Patriots, like I just said, I'm, I'm even more, you know, stressed. And, and you know, as, as like I said, you know, for the Patriots media to think that they can challenge the, quote, overrated Cowboys defense, hmm, well, the Cowboys defense are going to have to show that they are the real deal. The passing defense, like I said, unfortunately, it can't be ignored. The fact that they're second worst in the league, and, of course, the problem with the missed tackles, the most penalized defense. <laughs> it, 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 there's, there's just a lot going on. And, well, and it says it blowing the boys. So Trayvon Diggs is in our practice today. So the SB Nation belonging the boys said that. Let's see. Well, he has been having ankle problems, but the situation says it's not of high concern. So yeah, so, yeah, so Trayvon Diggs just did not participate in practice, uh, but, you know, I think there's really nothing to worry about as far as Trayvon Diggs goes. You know, uh, basically, safety Donovan Wilson actually uh, returned to practice, although he was limited. Zeke Elliott and Randy Gregory were also limited, but that was kind of saving last week, so I think there's a lot of precautionary things going on. I'm pretty sure the whole thing with Trayvon Diggs is all precautionary. He's been by, he's been bothered by an ankle but you know last week that was the case and Trayvon Diggs there was no problem so really nothing to worry about and I'm taking a look at the Patriots you know, injury report from today according to Mr. Calvin Watkins uh, only, one, only two guys did not did not participate you know Couple of the offensive line. So as, as far as I'm concerned, I, I think you know from what I understand, the Patriots are having a, having some offensive line issues. You know, and if that's the case, I mean, I haven't paid too much attention to the Patriots, but from what I understand, there's been a, an offensive line issue with the uh, New England Patriots. If, if that's true, then and the Cowboys' defensive line, they're gonna have to take advantage of it. That's why, like I, that's why you know, that's why I said you know, stack the freaking quarterback. So I'm trying to see if I can find something about the offensive line. Well, it's not something about the uh, the worldwide uh, thing, uh, as Ricky likes likes to say, with the whole COVID protocol. Hmm. And There's a story here. Okay. Well, I was going against Houston. Yes. Yeah, so, so the, so the offensive line's still facing uh, some issues, but. If that's truly the case, like I said, the Cowboys' defensive line are going to have to take advantage. But, you know, the Cowboys' defensive line is still depleted. You know, Micah Parsons could also be a huge difference maker in, in this game. If he can really wreak havoc on the Patriots' offensive line, if he can get to Mac Jones several times, I mean, that that would be very good. That's why I believe Micah, Micah Parsons excuse me, is going to be a huge part of this game. And I also believe that Ezekiel Elliott's going to be a big part of this game, too. But like I said, overall, if the run game is so effective, if our defense is off the field and we're consuming the clock, scoring touchdowns, and in control of the game, the Dallas Cowboys will have no problem winning. And despite how difficult things will be, you know, the Patriots are going to fight till the end. It's, the Cowboys won't be able to run away with it. But as far as it goes, it's 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 hard to make an official prediction. But the Cowboys are in a position where they need to keep the streak alive. The Patriots are in a position where they cannot fall to 0-5 at home this year. So, But that being said, with all the hype, the Cowboys have no excuse but to win. The Patriots are just not going to let them win that easy. The Patriots are going to do whatever it takes to upset the Cowboys. So this is truly a game that could go either way. But I think at the end, I think the Cowboys are going fi- to fight a way through. But it's not going to be easy. Ladies and gentlemen... Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye, everybody.